Green Mountain Chronicles was originally produced for radio by the Vermont Historical Society in the 1980s. We're re-releasing them today as retro podcasts. Please note that any resources the podcast recommends may be out of date. We recommend you check out our website, vermonthistory.org, for the most up-to-date information. Green Mountain Chronicles number 8, The Early Days of Skiing. Cables glide across the sky and cast a moving shadow on the snow. A lot of skiers learn to ski on Gilbert's Hill rather more quickly through the medium of the uh, rope toe than through climbing. It was a wonderful experience. 1934, and the first rope toe for skiers in Vermont is set up by Clint Gilbert on his Woodstock farm, as lifelong skier Arthur Goodrich of Northfield recalls. A group of uh, skiers from down country came to Woodstock every year for skiing and were somewhat unhappy with the amount of climbing they had to do for what little downhill they got. So it is my understanding that a, a group of these people commissioned Mr. Gilbert to come up with something like a ski toe. They probably had heard of uh, a similar device in Canada. Canada actually had the first ski toe in North America. And so Mr. Gilbert came up with this thing and uh, he was uh, something of a, an engineer, must be, because um, this, this contraption um, really worked quite well. Quite well, there were very few breakdowns. Powered by a Model T Ford engine, the 1,800-foot rope tow opened skiing to people unable or unwilling to climb to the top of a slope or mountain. Yet in the 1930s, climbing still prevailed. When we first went to Mansfield, we used to ski the toll road. And uh, our first skiing was usually on Thanksgiving Day. And we would start out from the toll house and climb the toll road four miles up and ski back down. That was a day's skiing in those days. It was a barrel of fun. It really was. And I think perhaps underlying the uh, pure sense of enjoyment that we got out of skiing was the fact that for every foot of downhill, we had to climb a foot. You know, we, we earned every inch of it. Goodrich's first attempt at skiing came while still in grammar school. At that time, skiing consisted simply of climbing to the top of the hill wherever, skiing down straight, coming to a stop, taking off the skis and climbing back up again. And um, at that point, uh, there was never any thought given to turning or stopping. Then, in the very early 30s, I can recall going downtown on a Sunday morning and picking up the Boston Herald. And on the front page of that was a group of Dartmouth skiers coming down a trail, and they obviously were changing direction. And I thought then, what a lot of fun skiing could be if you could turn and or stop at will. And you know that very Sunday afternoon, I got the local hardware dealer out of his comfortable chair, down to his store, bought a pair of skis, a pair of Northland bindings, and some ski poles and went out that very afternoon and learned how to ski. We learned 
only by the seat of our pants, you might say. Charlie Lord of Stowe directed the Civilian Conservation Corps crews that built the first ski trails on Vermont's highest peak, never imagining what Mount Mansfield and many other Vermont mountains would look like 50 years later. We said that would be a good spot for a trail. We didn't know anything about trail layout anymore than the man in the moon. In the early days, we just built the trails and thinking only of ourselves. There was a retired mining engineer over there, and he said something about uh, putting a lift in. I said, cut. Uh, I really scoffed at the idea because I didn't, I didn't think there'd be enough people to write it anything. But I was wrong. Thanks for listening. This podcast was remastered by me, Amanda Gustin, and released by the Vermont Historical Society. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe to get future episodes and rate and review it. Please also check out our website, vermonthistory.org, where you can find background information on these episodes, as well as other ways you can learn about Vermont history from home. The Vermont Historical Society relies on support from generous donors to preserve and share Vermont's stories. During these uncertain times, your support is needed now more than ever. Please consider donating today at vermonthistory.org slash donate.